Hello everyone, welcome back to the Canny Life podcast. This is the podcast that reveals all the tricks and tips that a common couple use to help reaching wealth still in this life and in an illicit way. I'm your host Flavia Vigeroel and in today's episode I will be talking about a way of getting you out of trouble. Whilst many of you probably heard about the importance of having an emergency fund established, the majority of the population don't have money saved to call for non-planet expenses. No matter what statistics says, the fact is that a great part of the UK population does not have savings or money set aside for unexpected events. Interesting, though, is to think about what we are calling unexpected here. Let's go through some examples. So... Thinking of what we usually call unexpected events, do you think that a car repair is an expected or an expected bill? And what about a boiler breakage and replacement? And in case you have pets at home, what do you think about the cost of some medicine or veterinary attention? Is these expected or unexpected? Now, even in relation to yourself, if you need to pay for a new pair of glasses because yours broke or you've lost them or maybe even suddenly you need to start wearing them. Do you think this is going to be an expected or an unexpected cost? I think we need to stop a minute and think about them. Let's step back from what we wish is the ideal world and land on the real world. The probability of them all happening or at least one of a few of them in every couple of years is quite big but we insist and face them as a surprise event in our life. The reality is that they will happen. Not all of them, of course, we all have different things, but some will. And the only surprise element is when they will happen. So for these occasions, the best strategy we can have in place is to be prepared. Now, even being quite unlucky, but still in the scenario of possibilities. What if more than one happen at the same time? Probably you have noticed that when we start having one thing breaking down, it all seems to be falling apart at the same time. This is not purely because we are in a wave of unlucky events. For example, we tend to buy most of our domestic appliances at the same time. When we first move to the new house generally, so they will have similar age, which means that they will last more or less the same time. The odd lucky of having them lasting longer is what it should be accounted as unexpected and not the opposite. But you might also be thinking, this is not my case, I don't have any problems with appliance, but it still seems that all other bills are taken over after my dog was really sick. And rationally thinking, that is still logic on it. We tend to be consumed by these emotional obstacles and end up taking bad decisions, not paying attention to how we do things on the day-to-day when something like that happens. So we might compensate by spending more to sort out any form of anxiety or by drinking more to forget the problems or even unintentionally driving careless as our head is filled with anger or upsetting ideas. Great, you must be thinking, so if this is the way it happens, how can I avoid it? Sorry to say it, but you cannot avoid these events. The way to move forward is to be prepared as so they will have the minimum impact in your life. And the way of not creating another layer of problems and unhandable commitment is to have an emergency fund. Emergency fund is some savings that are set aside specifically to cover these kind of expected but unexpected events. You know that they might happen, you don't know when they will happen, but the money is there for when you need it. 
And why is this so important? Because by not being prepared, it will probably not be in the best moment to negotiate a good deal with a supplier or get the best rate on loan. And at the end, you will be left with a bill that you don't even know if you have money to pay for. You're going to just take whatever is the easiest and first answer. Normally, when we tend to go for the first one, we tend to pay more for that. If the eventuality happens to a beloved one, this fund will not avoid you to be upset, but will be there to cover any bad decision. In certain extreme cases, it can even be the loss of your job or not being able to cope with your normal customer's orders, in which case emergency funds could be used to hire someone temporarily to work with you or to reduce your hours at work to go through it all. Whatever is the situation, an emergency fund will give you the space to take better decisions and the freedom for choosing what you think you should do. Now, how much should I set aside on this emergency fund? General guidelines say that three to six months of your living expenses. The exact figure will depend on how easy it is to find another job in your area or how much extra money you can make on overtime, which will reduce your dependency on the funds. Important here is to remember that living expenses and monthly income are not the same. So if you spend beyond your salary, you will need to be more aggressive on your earnings so you could at the same time set up your emergency fund and pay for some of your debts. The main reason for doing it in parallel instead of clearing out all your debts first comes from the fact that you already have a negotiated rate for your debts. However, if you need to pay for any eventuality, you might fit on a snowball cycle by adding another bill to pay for. On a second case, if your monthly income and your living expenses are the same, you will need a detailed review to see what are the costs you could cut down on an initial effort to save money. You might be able to achieve it by little creative actions like inviting friends around and offering little finger foods and asking them to bring a bottle each instead of going to a night out when the costs are completely out of control. Or even by limiting the activities you, you like to half of the time, so instead of going for dinner or cinema every Friday, going for every other week. If you're in the third case, so your monthly income is higher than your monthly expenses, well done. You probably just need to adjust a few things here and there. And let me tell you a story about this. We were in this case, saving every month, but had no idea at what stage of covering our, our needs we were. So we set up an easy access account and transferred some money to that account. By doing it, we realized two things. The first is that we didn't know how much money we had to cover our lives for three to six months. And in my case, by just looking at previous savings accounts, I thought I, I was a lot better. So I needed to push myself for a few months to cover a comfortable amount. The second thing we realized, and I know this can be disappointing, is that the money we thought we could be using on holidays actually didn't exist. Most of it was directed and use it for setting up the emergency fund. So what did we do? We went on a more modest trip, but also worked out to complete the emergency fund, not immediately, but in 12 months. This strategy only worked because I set up an, a standing order from my main account to my emergency fund account on the day I received my salary. It wasn't that much that I paid every month, less than eating out twice a month, but now I have it completely set and with the 13th payment, I invited us to a proper trip. Yes, these trees when you achieve a goal are very important to keep you going. Celebrating yourself is the best way to keep on track. In future episodes, I'll be speaking about it. But after all this, there is something else. And I hope you see this as a positive news about all this concept of having an emergency. 
Emergency fund was named to show people the importance and urgency of having it on their lives. But emergency fund should not be a static money reserve, but a financial tool to help you to get out of problems, as we spoke, and also to leverage your possibilities. So in reality, we should call it financial reserve. Names aside, the great point about having this reserve in place is to being able to take advantage of opportunities. For example, if you need a new computer and you worked out to pay in six installments, but they offer you a discount to pay at once, you just take the money from your financial reserve to pay for it and monthly pay yourself back with discount. Or if you eventually manage to negotiate a great discount on an open app to pay it in full, and this payment would not use more than half of your emergency fund, you should use this money to go for it and gain the difference. And after that, set the plan to pay back into your emergency fund. You won't be able to negotiate a discount of installments, but it's very common to get it if you have in full amount. Another example is the payment of a course you find out about in the last minute that will bring you more chances of working on a promotion at work or spending your service to your clients. So just think about all the possibilities you have left behind by not having this financial reserve or commonly called emergency fund. Among all the tools to a wealthier and debt-free life, this is the one that I call the game changer. Once you can organize your expenditures and set up your emergency fund, you will notice how financial life starts to flow more smoothly. By not having an immediate money concern, you will be able to concentrate on what is important, work better and even sleep better. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and if this podcast is helping you in your journey to wealth, please share with your family, friends and anyone you think can be helped. And don't forget to subscribe to receive the notification when a new episode is on. Ah, and if you have any questions, just get in contact with us. We have left our contacts on the description. From time to time, we run a Q&A episode here and it will be great to hear from you. Thank you for listening to us today. I hope to have you soon. Bye!